0: This podcast is reserved for audiences 18 years and older. Hello, and welcome to Leather Talk with Mr. Bullet Leather 2020. I'm your host Brandon. Today we all come back to the show Seraphine Miss San Diego Leather 2019. Now, if you haven't heard part one just yet, make sure to go back and have a listen. And before we get started today, I did want to make one final shout out for those of you who are in the LA area. I will be at the Bullet Bar this Friday night for an event called Scopophilia, which is hosted by Mr. SoCal Leather 2019. It's going to be an awesome time, and if you do see me bouncing around the bar, make sure to come up and say hello. With all that said, let's sit back, relax, and get ready for some more Leather Talk. Okay, well, welcome back for our part two, Seraphine. Welcome back to the show.
1: Part two. <laughs> do, you, do you remember uh, Galaxy Quest? Yeah, I do. <laughs> part two. But
0: anyhow. <laughs> and- i wish you could see everyone could see what you're doing right now but.
1: <laughs> it's, it's from galaxy quest
0: <laughs> oh my gosh uh so have we made have we made ourselves a cocktail yet
1: yeah i'm still working yeah I, i'm working on it yeah. i've got something <laughs> i've got something okay. i've been really good um yeah covid covid is one of those things where it is i was laid off when covid started and uh there came that moment where I'm like, wow, I could totally drink till Thursday until my dog comes back. And I was like, wait, why is that even a thought? I did for a long time. And that's
0: why I stopped because yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't, it, it was like, what's, who cares? Who's, what's the point? What's like, the point? Like, I'm drinking, who am I staying sober for? Well, for you, right. <laughs> for yourself. Right, and...
2: <laughs>
1: recently in february march we actually took the months off and we didn't we didn't drink me and my oh, partner wow! it was really quite nice like it yeah. there's a moment where you're like
0: oh my god life can be just clear
1: <laughs> right yeah i didn't and then there were moments i was like oh i didn't actually want like yeah a nice yeah. cup of tea sounds really good yeah it.
0: exactly um okay so last episode we we ended off on talking about your personal relationship and philosophy on Submission and Dominance, and I'm curious mm-hmm. to know if you have any other kinks or
1: fetishes. So obviously, you know, I'm I'm a big impact player, right? I'm all about the impact and flogging and whatnot. I'm, you know, rope is a, is a great thing for me. Uh, I enjoy it. My partner loves it. I love it. We would just sit there and watch a movie and tire up, and uh, it's amazing. I'm pretty much into most of it, except for a few things that I'm not. And what are those? <laughs> so, this is funny. I was at a, I was at a weekend, and a friend who's in the little's play. Okay, is like, are you okay if I call you mom? And I'm like, nope, that's not okay. <laughs> I'm actually a mom, and I realized really quick that is the one scene. I'm like, it's it. I can't I can't do it. Like, yeah, yeah. I really I have had like. I've had enough real blowouts to not have to want to do anything with diapers like I have there has been shit in places like my ear there's been shit in my ears Brandon okay wow there's been kiddo shit in my I don't know how it happened and you're like <laughs> how did it go from my daughter's butt
0: to my Year. So you've been in it enough to not have to fantasize
1: about <laughs> diapers. Zero, there's zero. I like it. I have, I <laughs> yeah. So yeah, as as much as I'm really into a lot of things and a lot of things are really hot and really gorgeous, that's one that I. It's it's not that I don't understand it. I totally get it. Right, I totally understand. It just. I can't turn off my mommy brain. It doesn't at, put all. You into a not at all. Not at all. I,
0: I can't help. I can't help but think about how much of this has to do with like, um, like, our past or, or or even our current experiences. Like one thing that I absolutely
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, hate, and I'm sorry if you're listening to this podcast and you're learning this for the first time, but I am not into nipples. I do not like them. Don't touch them. <laughs> Don't get near them. Don't look at them. <laughs> like, I just find it so annoying. It's like. Because think about it, like okay. what it really yeah. essentially is is someone's pinching your skin and like, do you really like, to me, it's like someone's coming up and pinching me and I'm like, oh. get off of me, stop. Get off my... pinching right. me. Oh. it's annoying, <laughs> but I get why people like it. It's just Are not, you... it makes, it puts me into like a non-sexual space. And I like try to like, it's funny though. That's like the first thing that people go for. Right. Yeah. Like, they yeah. Think like that's the just... most docile that's thing.
1: thing. <laughs> so. Oh, this is never a funny one. Okay. So again, not very submissive, not very much into, into losing control. Right. And my partner one day came up behind me and grabbed my boobs and breathed on my neck. And I was about, I was so about ready to say, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> when all of a sudden some part of my brain just popped open and i just turned i got so turned on i just freaking half hour later wow. i was still like i was not ready to want that so bad wow. um <laughs> so again there's and my nipples oh my god don't like okay so my boobs are incredibly sensitive really? like very much like i can't go without a bra a lot of a lot of girls can't and god bless them mean for it
0: like a, in like a a good way or a bad way? Like they're so in sensitive.
1: a bad way. It's off the charts. Oh wow! It's like level nine is where it's normally at, and twelve. I mean, it's off the charts. I cannot. I cannot do. No, nobody, don't touch my nipples. Yeah, like hey. no. I mean, maybe I can do it, and, and that's in a certain way. But nobody is true. But when she came up behind and grabbed my, oh my god, that worked for me for a little bit. Now. Wow. Uh, to the point where it is I, I, I wasn't ready for myself to be that turned on about it. And we're still exploring that and still having fun with that, but not, you know, I'm, that's a lot of letting go. So I'll admit my learning uh, as a dominant control freak, right, I have a lot to learn and mm-hmm. I should always have a lot to learn, a lot to learn about myself and what I like, you know, and try and be ready to explore that when I'm ready yeah. am i ready yet mm-hmm. maybe not but i'll get there i'll get there there's a part of me that i want to explore right so yeah. maybe mm, i'm definitely at the point where it is i'm i'd love to samurai for everything uh, except for mommy play which i just i would <laughs> yeah, i'm
2: yeah, not yeah,
1: saying that's not bad it's great for some
2: i, I just mean,
0: I discovered it. new things because like i mean i guess i'm very a uh, young gay as like well because like i've i've been out since i maybe a little bit over a decade yourself you know the last five years or so and even in that amount short amount of time there were things that i said six seven years ago oh god no i would never (laughs) and then now today you know i'm flagging those colors or whatever so i mean i think once you stop like learning and being open and like like you you've opened the floodgates at this point to to discovering who you are and like all it's going to take is having those little experiences those moments where you're like oh i discovered something new oh
1: wait when i first came out i got l magazine and vogue and Mm -hmm. i thought i was going to be that pink girl right because i thought i'd just continue that life as that little you know i i could just I don't know. <laughs> Try and be, I, it turns out the little middle school goth girl on me said, fuck you. I'm in charge. <laughs> it's like, we've been repressed long enough. And oh my God, like between me and my girlfriend, we can't find anything in our drawers. Cause it's all black. It's all black. I just, and I love it. <laughs> did you it.
0: say that you're kind of like a witch
2: too? Oh
1: yeah. Okay. So at the beginning of COVID, I got reevaluating some of my spirituality. Okay. And coming um in high school, I'll admit, I I was involved in a Christian youth group. As as many of us get into that, right? Because <laughs> if God says no to this and maybe, maybe we can just keep yeah. it in a box longer. I mean God doesn't want this. So um I was involved in a youth group and, and really but it did open my eye to some spirituality. And mm-hmm. I enjoyed that that exploration. Um but of course, it, and nothing wrong with those who do practice. But it, it's not my, you know, Christianity, and I have a contentious relationship. Um, and so I explored other a- avenues, and so I got into Wiccan and witchcraft, mm-hmm. and it's been delightful. And in fact, in a few days, this Sunday, we're we're celebrating Beltane with my daughter. Mm-hmm. We are making a maypole, and uh, we're enjoying the seasonal changes and that which is that nature and spirituality has kind of grown slowly for me in a very positive way and I've enjoyed it. It's very inclusive and very understanding. So yeah, blessed be.
0: Yeah. It's interesting. I wonder how many how many of us have explored witchcraft. I remember being in high school exploring some of that myself. And I never got really like that too serious into it. But what I do remember was that I was focused on connecting with nature. And I was focused on, like, everything has a living energy. Every stone, every drop of water from the sky. And one of my most memorable moments was when I was uh, 14, 15 Mm -hmm. years old, maybe. And we had a big backyard. And there was, like, this lattice that kind of broke up the back area that nobody really went to. And Mm -hmm. then, like, the, the lawn or whatever that was well kept. And I remember... I had had this like pewter ring necklace Mm. and there was like a huge storm, but it was like a summer night. It was really strange because it was like warm, but it was raining really hard. And I went out there totally naked, laid down on the rocks. It was erotic, but more spiritual than anything because I closed my eyes. I remember looking up at the sky and feeling the water just hit against my skin. And it was like, the energy of every single water droplet, like soaking that in, you know, and I yeah. always remember that experience. And then I, of course, jacked off with all that energy. <laughs> um, one, death. one death. <laughs> I get it. Um,
1: but yeah, it's interesting that, you know, my Mr. Jody, who is t- t- little did I know, like we did our tiling year together and, and I have to really quick shout out again to Jody, but him and i you know we, we did all the events right mm-hmm. <laughs> long beach L- la leather la pride Folsom, right we we hosted events but throughout our entire title year <laughs> he never once really explained to me how much of a witch he was and i was like i get over to his house and i walk into his leather room he has an entire room of leather just delicious oh, wow. smells God. but the other half it's this huge altar mm-hmm. and there's tons of books and he's spent you know most of his life delving into it. And I was like, "OMFG, let's talk. And he's very much in and has a great deal of knowledge about it. So I'm always drawing on him as a resource of information and guidance. So it's really good to have some people in the community who are knowledgeable. And um, I'll call out, you know, there are other people who have been incredibly helpful in guiding me along the way. And I'll get into that in
2: a bit. But well, let's talk
0: about that. When, yeah. when did leather for you become community?
1: Uh, so what was fascinating, like I said, I came out in, transitioned in August of 17 and by March of 2018, March, April, May, somewhere around there, um, there was DomCon and some other stuff. And I started spending a little bit more time in and around the leather community and that you know Dorian, who was um mr san diego leather 18 um had these you know walk with the events and i started going to those and uh i started reading you know books on it um i'm trying to re- uh, reach over there you know the leatherman's handbook a few of the other ones you know as i'm looking at and uh, start showing up to events. And when, when you start really seeing it, right, you start seeing that community and the history, right, and that connection that we all have as leather folk, you know, even in our good and bad times, right, there's that connection. And it just worked. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, to be inclusive and understanding and, and you know, around, you know, kink and BDSM. I thought, this is it. This is really, this really works. Um, and started attending events. And I think my first leather leather event, big one was San Diego leather 18. And then I I kept thinking, okay, I'll spend two years in the community (laughs) and, and learn a lot and understand. I went full core press, you know, after that. And, um, the following January, they're like, "Hey, by the way, you you want to run?" I'm like, "No, I don't. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> going. I'm just going to go up to these information sessions. You know, <laughs> on on what it is. Scarlet Sim was amazing. I mean, I could lay out all the names, right? All the other women in 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 the Southern California area that have been so instrumental in helping." you know, help guide Tammy. Tammy is just incredible. Um, Miss Diego Leather 17. And, and there's so many. And, and to understand the history, Brandon, was really, really important. Mm-hmm. And so unlike some of the other communities, right, um, that connection to something that is kind of bigger than yourself and to just be able to contribute somewhat in making this grow, That did it. That did it.
0: There's really something special about being a part of a legacy and a history that makes the leather community all worth it. And like, I won't say it doesn't come without its drama. I do my best to avoid it. Uh, What? (laughs) Our community? (laughs) Drama? Uh. (laughs) I've never but you know what that's family I, oh it is you
1: know, it like
0: is. at the end of the day if we can learn how to love each other through our mistakes and our shortcomings like when when i walk into the bullet bar for example and you see or, or any leather bar you'll see like yeah the, the mr leathers up there back to, from yeah. when they started you you see the legacy of the bar yeah and to be a part of that in in some way Former fashion, like that's so special. It is, and and so you are the current.
1: (laughs) So here's what happened. (laughs) I I love this. So we, so, so March twelfth, twenty twenty. Picture it, March twelfth,
0: twenty twenty. Isn't that like the day before shutdown? was
1: it was absolutely we were still slated to have the contest the weekend of the 13th and 14th or 14th and 15th mm-hmm. right and that night at the Eagle we found out the contest would be put on hold right so I was 48 hours from stepping down and they said well we'll just pick this up and when this is over sometime in oh I don't know July yeah <clears throat> We all thought it was going to be <laughs> yeah. over in 14 days, I remember.
2: Right, whatever. I don't
1: believe it. As soon as this thing's over. <laughs> so, um, there hasn't been a contest since. And um, there hasn't been a step down. And I'm very happy. And, I mean, regardless of a patch or title or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. If you're in the community and you really want to grow and, and continue to grow and be, you know, something then we're all to somewhat some extent ambassadors right yeah so will my ambassadorship ever end no absolutely not so am i always going to actually continue to ambassador for our community title or not yes Mm -hmm. right and that is something that's kind of cool we all represent this leather community as a as a you know it's not like we get our membership card or anything like that but being able to stand up and stand up for each other and say this is what we do and this is who we are and we're proud of it yeah it's that's something right and it's kind of exciting so title or not patch or not whether it is i'm a wuzzy or wuzzy you know doesn't matter yeah. i'm always going to be a trans dominant leather woman proud proud right and i wish i could come out at work and be that proud if it wasn't for the blowback, right? But they're somehow they're double standards. And I, I maybe. I, just, I
0: have this picture of you one day walking in full leather with oh, a single tail.
1: I will or will <laughs> not admit that I am trying to get my boss down to Moe's town um, <laughs> next for a dream girls, right? I will or will not admit that I will be wearing my leather jacket. Uh-huh. Will or will not admit if he's hearing this. <laughs> if he's listening to if this, he's so here, we...
0: he, the ship has already sailed. I yeah, mean. <laughs> we're already there. Hi boss. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So let's talk about what you've accomplished over your title mm. years and what you yeah. hope for in the future. Like what's your vision for the, the mm. future of the leather community that you so love
1: <sighs> so much has changed. Hasn't it? I mean, even what I expect. Gosh, I mean, so for for our title year, I was really there. Jody and me and Alex and and Miles, Miles, who's Mister Eagle, nineteen, and 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 we were all we did our year together. We were at Folsom together. We were at LA together. We did our year together. I mean, I can Can you imagine an entire city title group kind of being there for each other? Mm-hmm. You know, Alex and I did a thing called Everybody at the Eagle, right? Where And, you know, eagles aren't always known for their summit least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I didn't yeah. want to decide. But we had, uh, Alex and I, you know, hosted these everybody events where we brought in wow. trans, femme, gay, the whole nine yards, right? We did several of these. I think the last one we did, you know, we did two or three during our title year. And then Jody and I did... Events we a pool party. Oh my gosh, I have never. What Brandon? When you're tearing down the equipment and there's just ass licking on the mixing board, and you're like, "Well, wait till that's done," (laughs) you know, (laughs) stuff like that happens. You know, you just yeah. This is the events that you know, and it's just amazing shit, right? Just awesome. I need to come to San Diego. All the parts, Brandon. <laughs> <All> the parts. <laughs> so, uh, we had some really, we had some really good times, and I, I'm proud of of our town year. We had our ups and downs. We can always get along, yeah. but you know, we still talk to each other. Um, and I'm really proud of of what we accomplished during our year. Was that we, you know, we made it through it. Um, and we were going to step down with pride behind ourselves and say, okay, we did that. And then we didn't. Um, <laughs> and I'll be honest, I don't know what's the future look like. I don't know what that looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't know where the women's leather community is right now because half of us are still sequestered or, or trying to stay safe. And I, and I absolutely understand a lot of our Members have, you know, health concerns, right? And so going out and doing events has been difficult. And I, I love the women in my community. Um, and I understand their caution and their, you know, until this whole COVID thing is finally put behind us and we feel safe to kind of be out and doing, then yeah.
2: Um,
1: but I think it's hit us a little bit harder and, and it, it's, it's hard to, to do events. And I, I forgot to mention the last one. I'm president of the Southland Title Sisters right now. Oh, that's right. And yeah, and we just, we, we we have our monthly online meetings and that's about all we can do. Which is yeah. still hard because a lot of us just mm-hmm. aren't at that place where we feel comfortable out. So where would I like to see us? I'd like to see us back together. And I would really like to see more of us um, being that, uh, that social touch point, right. And continue to grow our community. Mm -hmm. Of course, I would love to grow our community. Everyone always talks about that, grow the community. Um, but in a positive way, right. We have members that have moved on or who are moving away. And so being that resource for, I'm sure that there are other, them identified or even non-binary identified, non-male identified folk, right? Mm. Who are interested in learning why it is that they like the idea of tying up somebody or being oh. tied up, right? Why do I have this, right? And, and who do I talk to about it? And So being that ambassador to answer those questions, I'd like to see more of that. Mm. And, and I think it's important because there are people who don't know. I mean, yeah. they kind of know what they like. But do they know? <laughs> and maybe they're doing it at home. They're doing it in ways that aren't safe.
0: And, and how would they know? Because they, they, there's no context for them. There's no context. Um, you know, if you're just doing all this by yourself and there's nothing like the magic when somebody discovers and if you can be a part of that journey with them, like that's everything. I wanna go back to something mm-hmm. that you mentioned, which I think yes. is amazing. But also, maybe I'm gonna open up a can of Mm. worms. I don't know. But um,
2: (laughs)
1: worms.
0: (laughs) I love the everybody at the eagle. That is so cool. Yeah, that concept because you're right. And I guess I guess I won't like we won't typecast eagles, but maybe leather bars in general. So my my question to you is because I, I can only speak from my experiences, like me coming into leather. For me was because mm-hmm. of the experience in an all-male space. Yeah. However, as I mature and grow into what it is to identify with the leather community, mm-hmm. understanding that that's just a small part of who we are, are those mm-hmm. male spaces. I'm curious to know, have you always felt yourself welcomed in leather spaces? <laughs> and and also, this is a two-parter, Yeah. how do you conceptualize what is a leather space and who it's for?
1: Right. San Diego is beautifully unique. There's a lot of crossover between the leather community and kind of the pan community almost, right? We have a great, um, we have club X down here in San Diego, which is huge. And that actually started uh, many, many, many years ago. Uh, and it was very closely associated with the leather community. And a lot of other women were very much involved with club X. And so that leather, Kind of pansexual environment, and even you know the gay men were somewhat involved way back when. Now we have um, events that dovetail,
2: uh-huh.
1: right? And so just last Friday, we had Club X had a bar social at the Marrow, and then it was followed up kind of um, uh, Eli, who who is a, a Mister. Oh, gosh, I'm sorry, Eli, I've forgotten which year you are. Damn it i want to say we can edit 16. it in google yeah don't <laughs> <laughs> anyhow um he's an amazing dj and he had a he had a an event right afterwards right and so these mm-hmm. there's not that fear right that somehow these spaces are going to detract from each other
2: mm-hmm. and
1: i have to give credit to to jody my mr and alex and our our producer mr dickerson um as well as you know Buster and AJ who really did not you know it was not absolutely um they were very open and inclusive right mm-hmm. from the get-go from the get-go Mr Dickerson who's who's absolutely incredible knowledgeable fantastic um has has welcomed me has, has stood up for me has been there and said look you don't just belong in the room you belong at the table hmm. and that's something you know that I'm I'm blessed with here in San Diego and so we have a great environment you know do we were we invited by the eagle <clears throat> no uh you know the our eagle here is uh, it's, it's infamous right now. So anyhow, um, but we, you know, Alex and I just took up space, right? Uh-huh. And so that was okay. And we had enough people out there who stood beside us while we took up space and I have experienced negative situations. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at Palm Springs Leather Pride or yeah. Palm Springs Leather Pride 2021 just this past October i went to the to the alley event and me and my girlfriend were the only ones there. i mean not the only ones there were probably four of us who were there presenting female Mm. right and i had never gotten such looks of disdain and anger and vile it was why are there tits at my dick bar Mm. and i understand if it was a men's party fine you know men's only parties Great, you know what? go for it, but this was the the alley event, right? this where you had vendors and and bar folks you could walk in off the street, pay your money. It didn't matter right? Yeah. whoever showed up showed up. this was an open event, so to get that kind of look of disdain and and vile was I was shocked, I was shocked, mm. I was hurt, and it made me question, you know what am I doing? hmm I don't know if I'm going back to Palm Springs for the Pride next year, I, I or this year. I can't right now. I have no plans. I. It's not that I didn't feel included. I don't. I don't need somebody to include me. I'll stick myself in wherever. What I don't, but that's me. Um, yeah. Should we be inclusive? Absolutely. <clears throat> but I often don't stand on ceremony and wait for the invitation. But I definitely don't want looks of um disdain hate and vile right i can't i can't that's not our you've dealt with
0: that already
1: yeah and you've come to
0: yourself and proud of who you are and for you to have to go into a space where you get that that (laughs) feedback yeah not not cool you know and it's Mm. it's there's so many layers to this because i wonder like (laughs) I mean, I don't I don't know exactly which bar it was, and we don't need to call it out or anything. But <clears throat> I imagine that if I'm owning a bar, I want it to be inclusive, but I also don't have control over what the patrons, how they act around each other and, and, and how they act with other people coming into the bar that they may or may not want to be there as well. And then the other <clears throat> side is, well, if they're part of the leather community, they should know. They should know better. And also, this they is know. a business. This is a public business business where anybody yeah. can walk in off the street and pay their money if we're having a members only event and it's a special thing That's okay it. fine but it's a public space and sorry i'm going to do one more little rant and then i promise Shoot, rant, on.
1: <laughs> rant on cheers I, to the
2: rant
0: i never thought like i've really felt this strongly about it until maybe four or five weeks ago i was mm. at my bar and mm. my bar prides itself on Um, I mean on the on the website it says you know this is a a man's leather Levi bar like that's the identity that we show but it's a neighborhood bar everyone comes to that bar Mm -hmm. and I remember you know I live there basically yeah Um, and I was there with my friends and then there was like one one girl there and this guy who who doesn't even come to the bar very often I seen them there one other time he goes oh there's women here and I was like okay And he was like, why are they here? And I was like, this is a bar. There's going to be people here that are not men. And this is a gay space. Like, also, if you're embarrassed to take out and go to the back of the bar and get it. Did
1: you see the size of that thing?
0: Whatever. Oh, wait, I can't say that.
1: Um, (laughs) What? What? I've never heard of a left bathroom. I have no idea what that one is.
0: All I say is, if you can't be yourself, and you're not confident in who you are to be around people who, are, you know, are, may or may not share your same gender, then what are you doing? Go home. <laughs> like, Right. You know what I mean? Like, you did not walk into a gay man's sex party.
1: You're right. No. You're at right. a bar. And, you know, to some extent... As those of us who have been around leather leaders, and I and I have to call out, there are some amazing, you know, and and Eli, who was Mister San Diego Eagle, I believe he was um, San Diego Eagle twenty twelve,
2: okay. and then went
1: on to Miss San Diego Leather twenty thirteen. Don't. We may have to edit that one out. But anyhow <laughs> I'm looking it up. I'm looking up the leather Anyhow, bleep, bleep But Eli <laughs> Eli is, you know, Eli is very inclusive. And I was at I was at the Eagle once and one of our title holders um was there and somebody next to him and said something to a friend of mine who is trans. And that title holder who a few years back said, Let's go outside and talk about this, right? It is up to us, right, as longstanding patrons in our leather community to set the tone and adhere to those tones that we want to set, right? If we want a place of inclusivity, then we need to explain to those that this is a place of inclusivity. And that is important as leaders. We don't hold our patch on our back just because we want the free drinks and adoring fans. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so many adoring fans. Anyhow, not. Um, it is a responsibility, I'm big about that, right? To set yourselves as a model, as, as a role model, as the ambassador, and to begin to set the tone. We didn't just go through the contest, uh, you know, to have yeah. you, right? That's a, that's a mantle of responsibility to help set the tone. So,
0: you know what you, that was, that is so eye-opening. And I don't know how many of you are listening who caught that, who are listening to this in your car, but let me just like vibe off of what you just said right now, that we have a responsibility to set the tone because I think it's very easy for us to hit the cancel button on the people that make the mistakes or the people that say the wrong thing or the people that, Go, ew, there's a, a a woman here at the bar or whatever. And realizing that we can change that person's mind just with simple discussion. And like now going back, I mean, I kind of I kind of let that go and said, It's well, it's a bar. And he kind of looked at me like, all oh, weird. Uh, but I I could have, as an ambassador of of the bullet bar, sat down and had a conversation with him about that. And that that informs my approach going forward and i think all of us like title or not like if we want a place to be inclusive we have to educate and it's so easy to just uh, respond emotionally
1: and and i will shout out to jay heimbach who actually was that that title holder who was a mr san diego leather who, who literally pulled that person aside and said look this that's not the language we use this is how it is we address people Um, and this is the, you know what, they're here, um, to understand more about the leather community. Right. And this person wasn't there and, you know, cute little pumps holding a puppy. They were there in a leather vest. So they were there learning. They were there trying. Right. And so, right. (laughs) So, I mean, It's up to us. If we don't want a space that's inclusive, then it won't be inclusive, right? So if we do, and then we turn and say, Well, why isn't anybody doing anything about it? You know, what? there's the mirror. (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's so that's so powerful. I will say though, that there is a balance between how we choose to create that space, because we could do it with a closed fist. or We could do it with an open heart and an open mind. And, and there, I think I know this is just from mm-hmm. me, nobody else. But in my opinion, I think there are room for mistakes because oh, yes, because we're also in a place where people are drinking and things are <sighs> flying out of their mouth. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, you right. know, um, but there's something that you said when we spoke earlier before mm-hmm. And I I, can't, I don't think I wrote it word for word, but maybe you can elaborate. And I'm just going to read what I wrote here from mm. our talk is, is you described the difference between there being a leather space versus a gay space and mm. that a leather space is for those who enjoy the aesthetic of leather and the history and legacy of leather. And rather than a space being defined by gender if you stand up for me and what I do as a leather person, then I'll stand up for you and and what you do as a leather person. But talk a little bit about what that means. Like how, how are we conceptualizing? Like what is the, what is a gay space? And what is a leather space
1: and who's included in that? Yeah. And it's interesting because I, I, as a trans woman, right. And a lot of the women's spaces are openly inclusive.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Right. And it's interesting because we don't, And and (laughs) that it's interesting. There's that little standard, right? Most of women's spaces are very open and inclusive, Um, and it's almost expected. Now, are there spaces that are, um, but within a leather space, right? If we adhere to that concept of history, and it's a community space, right? Then it doesn't matter, from my point of view, what's between your legs. It's a leather environment, a leather space. And if you're leather, you're there.
2: Yeah.
1: Because if we're in that space and whatever is happening in that space, we're vibing off of that leather and that which is us, That's right? spirit of leather. That spirit of leather. I was, I was, there's another word that of course I've lost, but mm. yeah, that spirit of leather, right? The aesthetic, mm-hmm. thank you. That's the word, the aesthetic of leather, which is hot and sexy and you know, and heavy and hardcore. Right. And if, trust me, I've seen some women play and they are hardcore. Right. And so that, that power exchange, right. And that, that environment, that's a leather space. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that is in my book, right. Inclusive to anybody who is leather. Now, in a gay men space is a gay men space, and it's a delightful space, and I, I have no qualms about that. And if it's a leather gay men space, that's 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 a little. It's a right. It's. I keep going back. Is is leather exclusive?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or is it inclusive? Because hmm. if it's inclusive, and it's all of us, and we all stand shoulder to shoulder. It's those who are LGBTQIA+, right? And leather. It doesn't matter your orientation or your presentation. It's about being a part of this community. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Now, vibes and energy. I'm... I'll admit, I'm the first one who doesn't fully understand it. I vibe with all the humans, all the parts, right? So is there anything (laughs) that turns me off? You know, I'm, uh, I'll, I start with seraphim. All the parts, right? (laughs) Exactly. So, so do I, do I get turned off by stuff? No. (laughs) Right. So, do I fully understand where it is that somebody's like, like it doesn't work for me? I'm like, how? Doesn't, work for how could it not work anyhow but yeah. that's me um, that's your experience
2: <clears throat> but
0: i think what you're saying is we have to ask ourselves that question does leather define the space or does gender define the space and yeah is leather mm-hmm. big enough to transcend that is which you know what we have mm-hmm. between our legs like you said oh yeah um and i think it does mm-hmm. the 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 where the rubber meets the road or wherever you know what whatever that saying mm-hmm. is where is where the boots meet the butt. Where the boots meet the butt, yes. Um, thank you. <laughs> is when someone who identified as leather and, and had their experience in 1975, mm-hmm. who was in their 20s, walks into uh, the leather bar that they learned to love and grow and became a part of. And they look around and it's no longer the gay male leather space that they once were a part of. It looks different to them now. And my thought is, and I've I talked about this with some, mm-hmm. some of the older gay men on the podcast as well, odd and off record, can those spaces still exist? And if they can, do they have to exist in the environment of a bar? Or do they have to now exist in other parts of our life? Right. Maybe it means it's a private dungeon party. Maybe it means it's a members-only event. Mm. What, what What is it that we're defining as our leather bars at this point. Right.
1: And I'm and I'm I'm genuinely a little bit concerned right now for the women and, and you know, um, gender non-conforming leather space, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going to be there after COVID, especially if, you know, if we aren't going to be open and inclusive, right? If we aren't going to be welcoming, if we aren't going to, to, to make space, you know, just coming out of COVID and feeling safe enough to be in those environments. Right? Yeah. If we continue and to then, push each other away, we have right. so few leather spaces we have already. So few. So yeah. why? What's the point at the end of the day, really? What do we all gain from isolation and exclusion? I mean what what is what is the end goal, right? Yeah. And that's what you know, if the yeah. end goal is to for it to be an all male space, then great. It will be. You know, at that point, it would. Congrats. But if we want it to be open and inclusive, we want to stand together, side by side, and make this space better, and hold on to our history and understand that our spaces matter because we all hold that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We have all been persecuted. We've all been um, marginalized. We've all hurt. Because we couldn't be who we wanted to be all the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: That's if we want to be inclusive and understanding, supportive of that, count me the fuck in. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. My pain is no more or less than anybody else's. Everybody's experience. If you stand up and say you're leather, then if, even if you say you're interested, curious, whatever, wondering, let's figure it out. Because you stood up and say, I'm interested in something that's different. Mm-hmm. That sometimes, you know, gawked at, vilified, whatever. Right? This is weird. Bring on the weirdos.
0: Yeah, right. We're already a marginalized group, and
2: if we Thank don't you. stay
0: together, yeah. and there's, it's you're bringing me back to um, my competition, which is a hundred years ago. Now, when, when I first became Mr. <laughs> Bully, um, <laughs> feels like that. Gosh. It does, um, but. I remember there was a question that they asked and I had prepared an answer to to answer this, this question, not specifically, but it came out and I was like, Oh, that's the question that I have. Like, that's the question I prepared for. And at the time, I don't think I really understood what I was saying. I said it because I felt like it was a good answer and something good to say. And, and to some degree I believed it, but I think now like all of my experiences have informed me more on, on that statement that I made up on stage was that I want leather to be around for a long time, at least as long as my lifetime. And in order to go forward as a community to continue, we're gonna have to do that through inclusivity because if we don't, it could die out. Yeah. And I I mean, I said that on stage several years ago, but I think it, it has more meaning to me today because Look, we almost lost everything. We almost lost all of our gay spaces on our bars yeah. because of this pandemic. Like, if yeah. there's anything more telling, like, we've lived through it at this point. We've dodged some bullets.
1: No pun intended. No
0: pun intended, Mr. Bullet. But, um, like, this, if if there's any time to come together, now is the time.
1: Absolutely. Especially as people are nervous about coming back out and experiencing, they're hesitant, right? For those of us who are. You know, I couldn't, I couldn't, <laughs> get, I couldn't, I couldn't stay away. Right. And so <laughs> I, I just, I would starve. Um, but you know, being welcoming and understanding and saying, thank good. I haven't seen you in forever. Congratulations for being out here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you don't, you know, if you're supportive of this, which is our aesthetic, our, our kink, our environment, then I support you. Mm -hmm. Right? And that's what I don't understand, is when people don't. It just doesn't, it doesn't compute to my head. But then again, I've, so if you're willing to stand up for me as a leather person, I will stand up for you in our space. Period. Done. Mm -hmm. End of story. I don't know.
2: Absolutely.
0: Well, as we, as we come out of this pandemic, before we wrap up here, I, I'm curious, are there any, um, dirty, disgusting things that you have yet to do out of the pandemic that you're looking forward to doing?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh, you know, yeah, there, there's, I, I, no, no, no. And, and it's interesting because there are people who I haven't seen since, since we went into the pandemic. And I think back at, Susie and Annie and Wish and, and all the other leather women. So back on January 25th of 2020, we had the Miss San Diego kind of 25 year revisit there. We all should I mean, most of us showed up, right? Mm -hmm. So there were all these other misses, 25 years of, of Miss San Diego leather, right? And that was January 25th. And then, and then they were gone. And yeah. so I haven't connected with a lot of them. I haven't seen, you know, my leather former title holders, right? And I, and I want to see how they're doing. I want to connect with them. I miss them. Yeah. Um, and I, so what do I want to do? That's dirty. Yeah. God. <laughs> I, you know, <laughs>
2: she's sweating, d- you guys. She's yeah, sweating. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm just. I've done a lot in pandemics. I'm like, what is it I haven't done? That's my <laughs> oh, thing, right? I mean, I've got a gorgeous partner who's willing to get <laughs> logged on, you know, in, in the bedrooms. So I'm like, what do I, you know, and we got some, again, new toys, so we did all that. And um, yeah, I'm just, mm. Cause I don't know about
0: you. I'm ready to make up about sex again. I mean, life's too short at this point to, for it to not be.
1: I want to start going, you know what I, I miss? And here's just it. I miss being able to actually like do scenes in public,
2: mm. you know,
1: grab somebody like, ah, oh, this was so hot. It was awesome. Best pair of shorts panties I ever had. Okay. So yeah. I was at Long Beach and, and, and <laughs> the Onyx <laughs> brothers were doing spankings and I just had a flogging set and people would just come over and lean against the table. And I was, you know, had a big old crowd. I just want to flog publicly for a little bit strangers. I want to flog strangers. And that was awesome. I'll, I I pop cherries all the time, right? Check it out. Just bring a stranger up. And down here in San Diego, we have the leather um, space at at Leather Pride. And we have, you can just sit there and flog people for hours. They just stand in front of you on the crowd. I just want to (laughs) <laughs> it sounds so okay. bad i want to hit random people <laughs> and make them happy it sounds wrong you know you with know consent and absolute but i just want people to come up and 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 trust me and i would take them on a short little journey
0: you know that's amazing and you just mm-hmm. gave me a great idea for an event for which if if we put it together uh you were invited um uh, oh. I uh you 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 gave me the idea for an event called pop my cherry oh god yes a taster booth event or absolutely
1: i mean <laughs> i love doing just the quick one-on-ones yeah there's some because they show up and they're scared and they're like i've never done this i'm like i know is this and then i show them the toys and i'm like this is really painful i said this is really you know and this will leave a mark yeah. and all this stuff. <laughs> and they're sweating I'm like, are you really nervous and they're like yes i say good so <laughs> but then i'm like trust me it's not gonna be bad right right yeah, and then yeah. they come out of there, like that was that was like a little massage. I'm like, yeah, that's good exactly experience. right, and that's all what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. I miss Flogging Fridays. We used to do that at the Eagle, and I would just come down there and just do Flogging Fridays once a month. And wow, people would just sit up on the uh, sign up. And I you know, I miss Dustin. Dustin, if you're listening, you smell delicious, and I miss your smell. <laughs> God, I miss that. Yep. Yeah. I miss hitting random strangers, Brandon. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's a thing. I, She's not
0: sorry.
2: <laughs> I just do. I, I love
1: it. I love it.
0: Well, Seraphine, before we go, is there anything that we haven't covered yet that you would would like to cover? Something that maybe we don't know about you? Or... I
1: wanna I wanna make a shout out really quick. Sure. And and it's really to all those. All those who have helped me to get to this point, right? All the former title holders, Annie and Wish and red and, and Shiloh and everybody and the San Diego Girls of Leather, everyone who you know um, scarlet and and Mia and and got all the names, right and I'm trying to think of them as I'm going through them, right all the all the women of leather in the Southern California area who have embraced and understood and loved me from the beginning. You don't even know, like I, they didn't know me from, from Eve, right? Here, here's some Mm -hmm. trans woman who shows up. Right. And they were like, awesome. Let's do this. And they were incredibly understanding and welcoming and loving and Pixie Mary has been absolutely phenomenal. And I could, I can just Persephone has is fantastic, and we have, you know. So to all the leather women who are out there, thank you for your love and kindness and support. To all leather men who have been out there and supportive to my title family, to Jody and to Miles, to to Alex, to I just. I stand with all of you at the end of this, this COVID and I miss you all dearly. And I cannot wait for the day that we can kind of, even though it will be different because it will be, and we've all gone through a lot, but to connect again, just to see each other and spend time with each other and relax just for a little bit and make new memories right? I cannot wait to start not just remembering, but to start making new memories going to those events. So thank you. I miss you all dearly. And I cannot wait to see you out there when we're ready to be seen.
0: Well, I want to thank you again for coming on the show, Seraphine. And I mean, before we go, do you have any other last words for our audience?
1: Oh my God, there's so many people. I just want to thank. I cannot remember <laughs> all their names. So if well, I've forgotten about you and you find me and you're like, you didn't say anything about me. I am sorry. <laughs> so because, because here's the thing. I will. There's... I will leave with this, right? Mm-hmm. The one thing that really makes us unique about our leather community is the fact that we do have such strong ties to our past. And that strong tie is built on a foundation of being strong for each other and our future. And where it is that we're going may be different than where it was, but it Mm -hmm. will be better because it's still built on the foundation that was put down in the 50s and 60s, right? Mm -hmm. If we let this be, better it can be yeah
0: well well thank you again seraphine for coming on the show today thank
1: you brandon thank you so much for being there for me thank you again for this amazing podcast thank you for the invitation thank you to those who recommended me for this and if anybody wants to chat offline or reach out to me i'd love to you know i'm not things are busy at work but i'll try and make time
0: yeah how can we um Reach out or stay connected to Yeah, you.
1: I'm one of those old fogies. I'm probably, you know, I have not oh no, been. no, don't tell me you have a, an AOL. No! For <laughs> God, thanks. No, it's still that Alta Vista thing. No, I'm, <laughs> I, uh, no, I'm, I'm, I have a Seraphine2313 at Gmail. Um, I also, I have a Facebook, and I know that's the old fogie in me. Should I be doing Instagram? Mm, yes, but I, I still kind of connect with Facebook. So if you really want to reach out to me, connect me online on Facebook, at surfing there's only a few, um, and then message me, and I'll try and reach back, and I'm, I know things are really busy right now, but um, especially if you see me out, I try and make it out to the events here in San Diego, I'll try and make it to you know, Club X event, Coffee Socials, and um, I'm there at Locker Room, I'm there at Trade Alley, so I'm usually at the Marrow a lot, so
2: awesome
0: as always guys you can find me on instagram and patreon as leather talk mr bullet and twitter as brandon bullet la thanks again for listening and as always stay safe stay healthy and stay geeky okay. But okay, when do I say stay safe, safe? Stay stay healthy and stay kinky.
1: Stay safe. Stay healthy. And fucking stay kinky.
2: Oh my gosh, that's so much better than mine. <laughs> <laughs>